come back Your dreams were your ticket out Welcome back To that same old place that you laughed about Well, the names have all changed since you hung around But those dreams have remained and they've turned around Who'd have thought they'd need ya? Who'd have thought they'd need ya? Back here where we need ya Welcome back. We're back. We were actually back. We were back a long time ago. We were back way before this podcast. Yeah. And then uh, we had way too much fun that night. Yeah. Yep. 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 We uh, there was there was some BVs being drank and uh, things for <laughs> did not get uploaded it correctly. Was, it was a fun night. <laughs> yes. And I, I have to imagine that was an amazing podcast, right? It had, had to be. Been. We don't remember it. So. Yeah, you know that's a good one. <laughs> you know that's we, a good uh, one. We took, well, we took way too many bathroom breaks and during the middle we, of it. We did? Well, I, I took a few. I think you might have capitalized on one of those. Oh, most likely. Most but likely. We, uh, we had to splice it together, and we're... Maybe a little too intoxicated to actually splice it together by the time we were done with it. So I was like, oh, I'll just do it in the morning. And I woke up in the morning and the computer had ran automatic updates and we had lost everything. She gone. She gone. So you won't get the OG version of the Nebraska breakdown. Yeah, but it, most most of it was uh, us bitching about Manny being a douchebag. Yeah, Manny took a lot of flack during this duel. He, he he deserves every bit of flack he gets. I'm not gonna look up a picture, but why do why do I remember Manny being bald? I don't know if he was bald. He, I think maybe he had like a shaved head. Yeah, I think it was just a lot shorter, and it like, looked bald. He looks like my like like a. Just someone's grandpa. He's now. he's an old man. He ain't no he ain't no Spry Brands. No, no, he's like a Joe Biden. <laughs> I how did I know that that was gonna come up at some point? <laughs> because Joe Biden looks like someone's grandpa. I so the duels they're freaking good. I mean, we looked solid. We, I mean. We, we don't have much to talk about. Let's just jump into the duels, right? Sure. All right. So, yeah. so Nebraska, um, we look good all the way around. We kind of like, I mean, I don't know, even like before the our previous podcast, before the Nebraska podcast that got deleted, the, the you know the original one. I think we talked about a lot about like how we didn't know how the, the you know we were going to do our lineup. Yeah, well, I know we had we talked about Ava Sod a lot too in the podcast. Well, we, I, I did, I believe I did mention that Nelson sounded like he was going to get the nod because of some other matchup. But uh, what we did didn't, didn't talk about was like Ironman. I mean, I thought maybe yeah, our, we, our we, was all over. Well, that. we were going off, we were going off of what Brands was saying that don't forget about Happel is yeah. what he said. Remember? Yep. And, uh... You think you're just, like, effing with us? No, I think Brands forgot about Happel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. I... Yes, pretty much. I think I think he was... He's just wanting to keep it in the know. People guessing. Well, to be honest, we lost the Kale Happel. Um, you know, sure. recruit. Yeah. 
Yeah. And he, I think he, is he going, he's going to you and I, right? You and I. And there's more Happles hey, coming. You know what? If we're going to lose somebody to anybody, I want it to be you and I. Yeah. So, well, I, I want you and I to be good. But not great. <laughs> we'll never be. We'll they won't. They won't be Iowa great. They, they'll definitely probably beat Penn State at some point. You know, sooner rather than later. That's the that's see, and that's what I want. Yeah, yeah. Is there was such a and there's such a you know growing up an Iowa fan, you're like trained to hate Iowa State, you know. And but ever since when I got into the sport of wrestling, it it, it no longer was about. Hating Iowa State or hating like I don't think I mean it all depends who you talk to first off. But I don't think anybody hates you and I. But it's I want the state of Iowa as a Division One wrestle as far as Division One wrestling programs go. I want those to be the top three teams in the nation every single sure, year. Sure, 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 Who doesn't want to see Iowa State beat Kale Sanderson? Sure, if we're gonna every single if, year, if we gotta live with the people. That's gonna hate us the most. You know what I'm saying? Uh, let's make it kosher. But as far as we cannot even say when it comes to, we can find a lot of common ground with our Iowa State wrestling fans than we can more with our Iowa State football fans. Less this year and last year with uh, Dresser. Yeah. Well, but. the difference is, is is Iowa State wrestling fans respect for the most part respect Iowa wrestling. Mm-hmm. I mean, but do you still feel that way with Kevin Dresser in there? After all the shit talking he's yeah, done? He's an Iowa wrestler. I get this. They, I get this. But he, he the I orange know. thing, and come on, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's also and then, a Derek St. John and a Brent Metcalf in there that I, I get that. love it. I get it. I get it. I understand. I mean, there is a, a back and forth there. And I like the back and forth, but Dresser really was abrasive. He was kind of a douche. Oh, he was he's been a total douche yeah. towards Iowa since he's gotten the Yeah, age. and 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 that's that's what's so upsetting is like see Dougie, Doug, Doug over there, Schwab. Yeah, okay. He, he in the room he can kind of be a little like he does that same stuff, you know. We know a few yeah. people in the room that like sure, he he says and does some things that are not pro Iowa. Let's just put it that way, right? But he's not going to publicly bash Iowa like fucking Dresser did. Yeah. Well, Dresser wants that rivalry. Yeah, I get that, but do you go about it that way? No, no, not at all. And it's it goes back to even... I used to kind of like... I used to somewhat like Nebraska wrestling. Just for the fact that they got... You know, there was a handful of kids that, oh, they, I, that, that they would take from... That would come from the state of Iowa that I would either, you know, walk... Sure, you were around or yeah, whatever. I, I yeah, was yeah, around yeah. them when all these competing slash coaching, and so it was always kind of cool to cheer for him. Then they get a douchebag like Manning, and he just completely ruins it for me. It's like that was the last saving grace for me to like anything Nebraska athletics related. And you just bring a douchebag like that into the program, and he ruins it. So I, I completely understand what you're saying. Yeah. Because Dresser is a douche. Yeah. Dre- Dresser and Manning to me are one. Of the I uh, I'm not a fan of, at all yeah. of Dresser. I really like everything about him. Like I get it. He seems like he seems like a decent person. Like when when he does like the he, press conferences and stuff like that, where Manny doesn't. Yep. You know, but he. he at the same time, I'm just like he flat out like with the orange comments and calling out brands and and then basically kind of instigating that whole thing that 
happened, what, 10 years ago now? <laughs> you know? Come on! Yeah, well, <laughs> I, yep, I, I agree with you completely. But from a fan's perspective, like an Iowa State fan's perspective, they love that. You know what they would they love more? Love you know what they would love more? If they won. A passionate Metcalf that brought in real recruits with real fucking that didn't, winning that didn't talent. Talk shit that just showed up and did what they yeah. did. Well, well, tell me, tell me this: How great of a coach is? Then, hold on. How great of? Hold on. How, how great of a coach is Dresser really? When he loses one of his assistants, which in my mind was a great guy, you know. And then, and then also now he loses. Who was it that just left? Gomez. You know, mm-hmm. one of the, like, literally, I think he was the only one that placed outside a car, maybe. I mean, no car didn't technically place, right? So, you know what I'm saying? Like, one of their best guys. Like, so, really, is he that great of a coach? I don't know. Scott, yeah. Time will tell. Time will tell. I just, I, I feel like he's... He's not improving like I was hoping. Like I was hoping he would, and then also him being a douchebag. So, <laughs> yeah. All right. So back on track. Iowa wrestling. It's mm-hmm. not Iowa State. Do you just want to jump straight into one twenty five Spencer Lee? Yeah. So well, what are you talking about? He pinned both his guys, and uh, he, he still hasn't scored a single second period point. So he's terrible in the second period. By did, the way. Did, did he not? Did Minnesota not get uh, McKenna got to the second period? Did he? I, I believe so. I can double check. Double check that. But anyways, that was uh, that whole flow thing. Uh, you get him to the second period, you got him. Yeah, you'll definitely. Yeah, he, he can't score any points in the second period. <laughs> we got the stats to prove it. Uh-huh. Third, third period, he can't score any. Yeah, zero, zero point zero. In the third period. What a <laughs> pathetic loser. God. Bunch of Penn State douchebags. Okay, so, uh, yeah, you're right. He pinned Patrick McKenna in a minute 53, and he pinned uh, Liam Cronin in a minute 21. He has outscored his opponents 12-0, to 0, and he has the maximum amount of team points at this point in the season. Yep, 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 that's, yep, yep, yep. That's something a little different from what we saw last year a little bit. You know, he, he was a tech fall guy. What, did he maybe have two or three pins all season long? Hmm. At least against ranked opponents, because both, both McKenna and McKee to to be honest, I don't get or, caught or up. Cronin and McKee are both. To be honest, I don't get caught up in that. There's guys that are pinners, and then there's guys that are takedown guys. I don't I don't care as long as you dominate the whole match, you know. And right. but, and but what I'm saying is, is he transitioning from? Because Brand said this in an early on interview. Uh, uh, preseason that Spencer Lee is better than what he was a year ago. Sure. So is he turning these normal tech fall situations in the first period? You know what? Now? Okay, this is just something weird. Uh, I mean, just in my head, I just uh, I, I shouldn't eat this Gardetto. It's going to crunch really loud. But I'll put that back. I'll put it back. I'm going to lick my fingers after. But I'm I'm gonna I'm just gonna say I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that he's probably just going after another record. He probably just wants the most pins. So you're, you're I'm, I'm throwing that out there. So you're saying you could have done this a year ago? Yep. 100%. Right? Maybe. 
and maybe maybe it's maybe it's just a fun thing for him. I I'm telling you right now, he is that good. I don't think it matters, and I don't think he puts that much thought into it. And quite honestly, he he probably like oh, you know, this bar arm worked so good last time. I'll just do it again this time. It's so early in the season; it's hard to tell. But if he racks up like four more pins, he might be in like oh, you know that uh, who's it? Randy Lewis? I think that has the record with like twenty nine pins. He might be like. Mm. Let's, well, we won't be able to do that with this here with the COVID thing, but you know what I'm saying. You, you know what's so impressive to me, too, about um, at least, uh, with his pin versus um, McKee is he's just doing old-school, fundamental wrestling. He, it's he, a double bar arm. Run, no, no the, the one against McKee was running just a regular chicken wing far, far wrist, mm-hmm. and he just run it up on his shoulder blade. And just apply an extreme amount of pressure, and then just jump over, keep the chicken wing, and throw a half in. I mean, that's stuff that that you know kind of stopped working for you against top opponents in in high school. And here he is, like dominating top top ten kids in the country with just fundamental old school chicken wing halves like it's ridiculous well you do remember that i mean you don't remember nobody we don't remember but dan the man was a double chicken wing guy and he was just because he was that much stronger that much more physical i've heard those and go ahead and, and, and at that lower weights, and I'm not saying anything against lower weights, but they're flexible enough that they're, they will give up that stuff. And if you're that much stronger to get it, boom, just do it. Where, like, if it's a heavier weight, you, you barely even can, like, turn that corner because there's so much broad shoulder to go across, you know, jump over. No, you can't and, and, and then not let alone have arms long enough to even lace in a right. double chicken wing and stuff like that. So, yeah. If it works at that low, because at that lower weight stuff, they're so flexible. Usually, they pop out, so you have to keep it extra tight, extra strong, you know, grip on it. And if he can keep doing it, the lower weights, they probably aren't used to that. And you know, I've, I've, I've heard this argument, too, and I, I, I it was it was in college when I had these arguments. And yep. they were uh, with people who... Who know nothing. Know <laughs> close to nothing. Yeah. And but they knew enough about Dan Gable and to know that he ran chicken wings. And I've heard that argument like that would never work nowadays. Like you can't do that. Like Spencer Lee is a perfect example of yeah, you can run old school chicken. You can you can put someone's face in the mat, run them across the entire circle, yep. and eventually get them to fall. Like like that's the, the <laughs> Marinelli. Another prime example of it. How many times have we seen him do just an old school grapevine? Yeah. You don't see that unless you're in fucking, like, middle school. But he's that strong, guys. That's what happens when there's yeah. that much of a difference in talent and strength. Are you talking about three-quarters Nelson? Yeah. Oh, okay. three-quarters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Same, same thing. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, exactly. That's something that... that you you stop telling your kids to do that after middle school. Yeah. Like, or, That's not gonna work. Or even just the cow catcher, you know. Like, you know how many people... And that's more of a timing thing. Yeah, and look at guys like Tony Ramos. Yeah, he cal- caught everybody. Yeah. You know, like, that's more of a timing thing. Somebody leaves their elbow up just long enough, you sneak it in there, pop uh-huh. it real quick, throw a hip into it. But, you know, 
Even in high school, I remember, you know, people saying, oh, cow catcher, you know, you fake it and then you spin around, you know? Yeah. It's like, no, fucking throw it, you know? And be a man about it, you yeah. know? And, and even, I mean, I, I, I coached middle school for two years. I, after my first year, I realized that I, I had to teach kids once they, once, once I, I taught the move, I almost I forbid it at a certain point in the season because you just get kids in the habit that yeah. they're just looking for that big move every time yeah, yeah. and you have to like get them away from it like no those aren't going to work every time you need to go to you need to start shooting singles you need to start shooting doubles you need to start shooting high crotches like you need to you can't depend on the big move every time but then at the same time, like, did I just, did I... Did you just him? shut him down did from his move? Yeah, sure. yeah. Maybe I helped 10 kids out, but did I, did I stop a potential uh, stud from being and, a and badass? With that, we're moving right on to DeSanto. DeSanto, he's been trying some funky stuff, right? He's been trying to to do some tilts and stuff. Yeah. He, he even did the whole Marinelli thing where the guy gets up, he kicks the legs out right from underneath his ass, and, and he falls down, and <laughs> everybody points and laughs. You know, he does all... Like, he's kind to copy in the whole room and that's actually impressive because there's you know you know how i mean they say you have to do the same move like a thousand times in the room before you figure it out you can use it on the mat or blah, 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 whatever bullshit they say that's not the case no, first he's off he's creating he's trying to he's he's making up his own stuff and he's doing it against top 10 top 15 guys yeah uh if he catches on to some of this Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Granted, it doesn't look the best out there, you know, right now, no, but he's playing with he's it. He's confident in his matter awareness and he can. And his scramble ability and his everything he's not, else. He's putting himself in positions that he's not worried, but he's trying things. Yep. I, so, guess what? So, what What? What do you think, DeSanto? I'm looking at it right now, so uh, I know. Uh, what uh, do you think? How is the point ratio? DeSanto to opponents? Uh, twelve. I don't know. Oh, how? How? Okay. Twelve to one. What do we? What are you saying? Point like like okay. So Desanto has outscored his opponents. Yeah. Oh. Forty-two to eight. Oh. Two matches. So I would have been close. Twelve to one. He has scored twenty-one points in both of his wins. Yeah, that's twelve to one. No, I ain't. Never. <laughs> it's like it's like six to one. But anyways, yeah. It just. He's on a mission, man, and yeah. you can tell he's he's competing for that top spot in the in, as far as an Iowa wrestler goes. He wants to he, he 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 wants to shine as much as you know Spencer Lee, and that's I I don't think that's in his mindset. Come on, when nobody nobody not, should not, compare. Not that he's competing with him, but you can tell that he is committed. Well, maybe not. Maybe it is all all individual based. Yeah, it, it, 100%, first off, he's autistic, so yes, he only knows what's happening in his realm. But as you, far as but you don't, you don't think there's, um, you don't think there's that sense of the one-two punch. I mean, only from what people are telling him. Uh, you, here's the thing. Come on, everybody knows wrestling enough. When you got on the mat, did you give a flying fuck what anybody else was doing? It depends. If I would have had a guy. Like a Spencer Lee that wrestled underneath me that I was working with every day, and we were both at at a top level like that. Yeah. I mean, his 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 performance, sure, yes. Like if I if I had to go if I had to wrestle after a, a Hempstead or a or 
clucky when when I was you know competing. Granted, they're way weight classes way above me, and all of our lower weights were shit. But if I if if I got to go be like follow up to one of those guys, those guys got me jacked when I wrestled. Even if I got to go after you when I was when I was you know you take that momentum with you and, yeah. and i think i feel like desanto feeds a lot off of spencer lee i will so okay i would say your portion i mean like when i when i when it's i remember it's impossible to know it's just a guess when i'm when i was wrestling all i'm thinking is like okay um like i look at this okay he, first off, he's warming up, right? So he's like maybe pacing back there, listening to some music, getting jacked. Maybe like every now and then see over the top of everybody like, oh, Spencer's, Spencer's going to pin this motherfucker. Yeah. All right, all right. I'm about ready. I'm about ready. You know, like maybe there's some nerves. Maybe there's, some, you know, but in the end, though, once you're like and all that, all that hype and stuff like that, it's not like football. Where where there's momentum after momentum, play after play, it's all you on there. I I just don't I don't feed into that that whole mentality of like oh you know like even the writers you know like I think Randy Novak and some of those guys that, that keep writing about the duels and stuff oh and then they here they got on a roll and they ended up getting a pin after a pin after a pin you know like I don't believe that so much because. Especially without the fan aspect. Yeah, I I just don't... I don't buy into that shit. But I will say, when they're in the practice room... And... uh, or, or, Or when they're reading the media later... Yeah, there's that mindset like... Holy fuck, this is the guy. This is the guy that I want to try to try to emulate this is the this is the scenario i want to be in what's making him good i want to do that same thing all that yes then i would agree yeah 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 i feel like DeSanto has a sense of i just like you said in the in you know that mentality in the practice room of having that expectation of what the top is or having that visual constant reminder of what the top is. Yeah. And for him to want to go out and emulate that, especially after him when he goes out and proves it right before you wrestle every single time. Yeah. And if anything, that just feeds into his success. Like, I, I think the, I, the, the only thing I'm trying to say out of that is that I think that DeSanto benefits massively uh, from getting to follow everybody in that room benefits from everybody else in that room yeah. constantly and that's what makes Iowa great yeah. like we like iron sharpens iron as they always say you know like you get some great motherfuckers in there with some great mentality and great work ethic and and it's like they'll pull like well like spencer pulled him into the iron room saying hey motherfucker you come here to iowa you're going to love that shit because we go balls to the walls and we want to be the best. And I know you want to be the best too. You know, like that yeah. type of thing. Yeah. Yep. I know we said it before, but it takes a, it takes quite the individual to understand what's best for the team to bring the guy in who stopped you from having an undefeated high school career. Yeah. It takes, uh, I mean, I mean, I mean, that takes, that, that takes somebody who's able to completely put the ego to the side and understand what's best for the like he's our if he stays healthy and he does what we assume he's going to do in the Olympics he is the next coach of Iowa wrestling 
Spencer Lee, in my, in my opinion. <laughs> you I, mentioned this one before. I know, but yeah. how, how if he if he's as great as we think he's going to be, how is he not? Well, I mean, there's been is, there's been a lot of greats. Is, we, I love I love a Ryan Morningstar. Mm-hmm. He's that Ryan Morningstar with that Olympic gold medal yeah. aspect. I, I mean, I don't know how... I mean, he seems like a decent talker. Yeah, I would say he would be a good recruit, recruiter. Yeah. I, mean, I should say. But yep. I, I'm, at the same time, All right, I don't know what he's going to do. We, we so. can talk two hours about we could Spencer t- Lee and Austin DeSantis. I mean, this is why we started a podcast, is because we can talk constantly about this shit. Every, every aspect of it constantly, you know, like so. Yeah, so, okay, so we'll jump into our new guy. Uh, Ironman. Jaden Ironman. Uh, and he took on, he had a, a somewhat tough first match, 8-4, eight, eight and, and, you know, against Chad Red. Um, yeah, he got taken down right away. Drink gap. Yeah, I mean, I uh, <laughs> pass the baby in the the pop. I'm gonna pour another one. Yeah, I mean, I shouldn't because I'm like I'm drinking them so fast. I'm not even feeling it right now, but I will feel them real quick, real quick later on. Like we're like yeah, goodness. Why well, you want to get the marinelli? Well, different well here's the thing. We we like so I'm flying out to Florida tomorrow. And, uh, just because flights were, like, 60 bucks, I was like, fuck it, I'm going. And, uh, and then Keaton calls me yesterday, and, uh, he's like, hey, what are you doing Sunday? I'm like, I'm gonna be in Florida. Well, I'm probably watching the duel, and I'm just in Florida. He's like, well, what are we gonna do for the podcast? I'm like, oof. Oof, yeah, that. <laughs> I forgot. We had a month gap. Yeah. Four, five but, well, because we fucked up the, the last one. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, 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 that's a problem. Like, well, just let's figure it out. And he's like, well, just come over and we'll do the podcast now. I'm like, all right, all right. And so then I was working, blah, blah, I came here late. And now I'm just uh, catching up, you know. Uh, catch up. You know. Catch up, I just a little bit of that guy. That should balance you out. Well, I'm, I don't have any ice, so I'm just going to do enough to get by for a bit. <laughs> All right, so Jay Nyerman, actually, he went up against Chad Red, who, uh, who we actually haven't had a whole lot of success with. Like, First off, Chad Red's a douchebag. Um, he's he's gotten a little thicker and a little yeah, more yeah, offensive. He, he used to, he used to be a real wiry son of a bitch. And, 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 and very, very um, counter-ish. Yep. Like, sl- slugging the hips and shit like that. Which kind of is what Ironman does, right? You know? Like, Ironman's not the greatest of shots. No. He's not the aggressor, necessarily. Uh, I would I would say, in the, at least in the, his first two matches, he's definitely been the aggressor. But I, 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 under, I understand what you're saying. He's not he's not putting himself in a lot of positions. No, he's not. Yeah. I'd say, okay, but, he's a short opportunist. He'll only take four or five shots when they're good looks. Okay? Yeah. So, so he's not an aggressor where he makes shots happen. Like the normal Iowa style, you know? Yep. Um, but anyways, with Red, I felt like he had some great opportunities at uh, double legs, like from a slide-by kind of duck under, almost slide-by double leg. And uh, he missed both of them only because Red's really quick. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and, and Red got that early takedown. He got an early takedown. And, and, and then, I mean, Chad Red was in on a lot of shots against Ironman. Um, luckily, Ironman was able to turn one of those into a four-point move. 
and cradle and cradle right and put him on his back. Which you know, how many times have we seen who, who used to wrestle Mar- Marinelli? Was it Nolf? Yeah. yeah. No. No. Uh, uh, no, not Nolf. Um, they're one the same. <laughs> Brat boys. What? What's? Uh, um. Shit. Because Nolf wrestled Kemmer. Uh, so it been. Who spladled Marinelli? Yeah, that's another one. Look it up. What is this? Um, I keep wanting to say <laughs> the wrong thing. Like, I know it's wrong, so I. Fins, fins. Valencia? No, that's that's the Arizona no. State kid. One fifty-seven. It would have been North. Yeah, in 2018-2019 season, North North was who Marinelli would have wrestled. Oh yeah, because Kemmer was out. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And then, I, and then after that no, was... We're at 165 then? N- no. Um, yeah. Yep. So, no... F- okay. So, yeah. That makes sense because he, he had the hurt knee when yep. Kemmer wrestled him. When Kemmer wrestled Yep. So, but... Going back... Wait. I don't even know where... Oh, yeah. He's just one of those guys where you're never safe. Like that, and that's the most promising thing I've seen out of him so far. Who who's the Penn State guy that uh, wrestled uh, last year against Marinelli? No, against Marinelli. Am I? Why am I? Oh, uh, Joseph. Yeah, Joseph. That's that's what I was thinking. And I'm thinking of, of two North years North ago. One of those guys where it would have been two years ago, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So what I'm oh. what I'm talking about is. The, uh, the comparison's maybe not great, but but Marinelli getting deep in on, on that shot against uh, against Null only to get splayed and, and stuck right away. You know, it, it, it was that that you're excited and then all of a sudden it's just taken away from you. And that's, that's just that, like Sammy Brooks when he got splayed old, remember? Yeah. And, I mean, yeah, it happens. Metcalf got splayed old well, by Caldwell. What I'm saying, what I'm saying I mean, is, is, is that's to me what's promising about Ironman is that he's able to work through those situations you know Chad Red got in super deep that's a big difference big difference I know it's a big difference but what I'm saying is is that he has the defense to be to be able to score big points off the opponent's offense okay um maybe not at the level of null I'm just saying he's one of those guys where you're not ever safe when you're in a shot on. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I do, to be honest, I'm still new with Ironman. He's new with us. I don't. I don't I'm just, know. And, I'm t- and that's just from a I, I'm not. Uh, yeah, I. I don't know. Like I never watched Missouri because they're not Iowa. You know, they never wrestled Iowa, so I never got to watch them. You know, but uh, yeah, I. I hopefully, yeah, that'd be nice if he could be that guy. But I pre preferably, preferably, I would just like him to be taking down bitches and running the table with them. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Yeah. I no, I, I agree. And he's not. 
He's not a takedown artist, that's for sure. Nope. 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 He's got some things and stuff that he's doing. And he's a, he's able to find funky ways to All I gotta say is um yeah, he, he just needs to keep wrestling and freaking get work on those takedowns because I, uh, to be honest, when the, both both those matches, I didn't see that impressive of a shot that it's like a shot. Oh, he can take down anybody. Yeah, no, and which is like pretty much every other Iowa I guy. I agree with you. I agree with you. So, but, but I also see enough. But to, but he's ranked number one, so I I obviously am missing some things. <laughs> I, I, there's enough defense there though that it defensively from a defensive perspective he is he, he's up like from a defensive standpoint he 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 has that number one uh yeah evidently yeah <laughs> he has to i mean it's not offensive <laughs> so it has to be defensive if it's if it's not i don't know what it is you know i'm confused but I really don't know that much about the guy. Yeah. I, I'm going to be honest. I really don't because I uh, never pay attention. So, um, like we've said many a times, we only watch Iowa. <laughs> we only care about Iowa. The rest can go fuck themselves. I mean, we're gonna know. We're gonna know top four or five kids in the country. You might. In, I in the Big Ten. Even like if I saw him, I'd still say, "Yeah, I can be him." Like, like whatever. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. So we'll just jump right into Max Marin. So Max Marin is up a weight class from last year, um, wrestling one forty nine, and he went up against Brock Hardy of Nebraska and um, Michael Blokus from Minnesota. He won the the Nebraska match. Uh, 17 or no no 6 to 2 and the Minnesota match 5 to 1 once again Max Marin's just a I love Max he's a hammer he just keeps going keeps moving forward nothing flashy nothing fancy never really gives up too much ground nope um if he gets taken down it doesn't phase him that much he keeps moving you know what I'm saying like he I just he's a good that's that's a God. There's so there's been so many of those types of Iowa wrestlers, and I'm sure other places too. But nobody gives a fuck about you know. But there's been so many types of those Iowa wrestlers, right? That are they go under the scenes, you know? They they and but that those are the ones that like really seriously do make Iowa great versus you know just having some good athletes yeah, we, that hang in there we, you know what i'm saying exactly if you're gonna have a, a, a top eight kid in the country i mean Mirren's number six but if you're gonna have a top eight kid in the country yep and he's gonna be a, a hammer like Mirren, yep. be one of those guys that's he's 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 always looking to score yep even if he's not winning by major decision and tech balls and pins. Yep. He's one of those guys that just like you you never have to question whether that work ethic is there. I'm I'm gonna like I I, I wanna throw out names. Like I am just I'm like off the top of my head, these are some of my favorites only because they go under the radar. You know, like Joe Johnson. Joe Johnson, yeah, of course. He's like the forgotten one. And then but you know what I'm saying, like Dan Erickson. That motherfucker 
I don't know how he started at like 184, maybe even 174, and kept bumping up weights and was a stud at heavyweight finally. You know, he had an injury too, sat out a whole year, and he comes back and uh, goes to the Doyle program. Yeah, um, uh, the one that went to Illinois, Gunther. Gunther. Gunther, I love Joey Gunther. One that was just fucking strong, couldn't get him that off balance, couldn't, like, fuck with him that much, you know, and he would just keep his head down and keep grinding motherfuckers out. You can even say that about, like, a, I mean, he was never at that level, but, like, Vince Turk. The Vince Turk, sure. He wasn't a great wrestler, but, man, you never question his work ethic through the full seven minutes of the Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he would. He would. And the fact that we we have basically a polished, all American level Vince Turk, Joe Johnson. I mean, Joe Johnson was an all American level. He just, it never. Was he ever an all American? Yeah, I think he was a a national champ once. Mm, Was he not? He beat Paulson, I know. Oh, yeah. So he he might have been. He went 0 2 and fell out of the. He might have been an. All American, a two-time All American, then I think, but something like that. But yeah, he, he was like, and especially he was on one of our mediocre teams. <laughs> Paul Bradley, God, I, I Paul Bradley, that yeah. man would just come bloodied, just like yeah. blood running down his face. Everything's was, bandaged. That's why he won. He was just like he's one of those guys who didn't give a he, fuck. He he just kept moving forward and did not give two fucks what the score was. He was going to do what he did best. You know what's funny is we're pulling all these guys out from those years that we struggled. Well, but, but they're kind of what kept. Iowa wrestling relevant yeah. during those times. Well, you know, if we pulled out names from the '90s, they're national champs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were all, they were all that good, you know. Uh, but, but yeah, and we, I mean, we just didn't know them that great. But yeah, there. I mean, those were the guys that kept the Iowa style alive in a time when we struggled. I will give you one blast from the past, Mitch Kelly. That motherfucker was like, you know. I, don't, I think he only started one year and he became an All-American, but he was just a guy that just kept working hard, 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 you know? Yeah. And that's... I was littered with those kind of success stories. Yeah. And, and the, the thing that sucks is when you're a program as great as we are, yeah. those guys are the ones that get forgotten about. Yeah, you unfortunately. Know, All-Americans get forgotten about in Iowa. Yeah. The national champions are the ones that are remembered. Ryan Fuller. That man... <laughs> He got an injury and stuff like that. He was a two-time state champ out of Lisbon as well. And he fucking, like, he's one of those guys that was just a grinder, nothing special, you know? Yep. And, uh, yeah. All right, so going into Alex Marinelli, the bowl. Well, as you guys probably realized, uh, we had a piss break, and we realized the mics were off. And uh, Yeah, you guys, you guys will mic. notice now how... Crystal clear, my voice. Yeah, yeah. So, (laughs) good thing. So, even though it sounds like I'm yelling in the previous one, uh, no, the volume's cranked, and you guys are gonna have a. I'm sorry, you guys probably (laughs) had a hell of a time listening to the commentary the last, the first half. That's like the number one freaking uh, complaint we get is Gavin yells too much. That's not ending tonight. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) May it continue. All right, so Alex Marinelli, um, what did you think, Gav? Uh, well, 
The first, the, uh, so he, he, he I'll go through the, I'll okay, go through the results okay, first. Okay. So he had Peyton Rob from Nebraska, 18th in the country. So he kind of nine and three. Okay. Go ahead. Oh, okay. So yeah, that that first match, I felt like he wrestled all right. Uh, they were both bald. That was upsetting. That uh, this guy tries to, you know, mimic uh, his, you know, yeah. Marinelli stardom. Definitely a Marinelli wannabe. He's a wannabe. Okay, and. He wrestled tough the first like two periods, basically like an average, average to above average guy, you know, and uh, and then he broke. Yep, eventually the bull broke. He broke, and uh, but but um, Marinelli just kept riding him out. Didn't really do a whole lot to like capitalize on that, but at the same time, you know, it was pretty obvious the bull broke him yet again. Yep, and so then he had Sparks and from, Sparks, that motherfucker. He's funky. He's gonna be. Well, he's strong. strong. He's a ginger. And <laughs> that goes a long way with it, you, huh? No, I'm just saying. Like, I mean, it seems to fit a lot. You know, like that guy did not back down. Um, he's gonna be good. He yeah, really he is. could be. Because um, I think he's a freshman, right? True freshman. I'm not sure. Yeah, but anyways, I mean, I'm not gonna look it up. Yeah, that's fine. Anyways, um, I that guy was not backing down much, and it ended up being once again though Marinelli the the kind of the knock on that I hear on some of the friggin' you know posts and shit that people post out there is that okay like i love marinelli but when is he gonna like start tech falling people hey motherfuckers this is what he does oh you know what yeah he grinds what so we did we jumped we we skipped caleb young completely oh yeah all right so we'll finish marinelli and then we'll let's finish marinelli right now and then we'll go back to sure and then it's like all right motherfuckers so Bernelli's a guy that he's not gonna. I mean, yeah, he, he he's just strong, strong, methodical. Yeah. I mean, he does have some good moves, and I mean, he is a solid wrestler, and he does know technique and stuff. But he's not like a flashy, like score a ton of points kind of guy. Yeah. Come unless, on. unless he, unless he gets just look at the guy. He's like, he looks like he's forty. But Come on, it, it's like he's like that old school Russian that just wins every fucking match. Yeah. And, Come on. And it, relax it, about it. It's uh, yeah. And it, when Marinelli wins big, it's when he's completely broken his opponent. Yeah. It's like when they gave like, up, like they don't Mar- want to. Mar- and that's the thing, Marinelli can break a guy mm-hmm. in a four point match you know what i mean like just his pure strength alone can break it like it could be it could the match could be six to three yeah and the kid could hit that breaking literally this is what it is and you've got most of you guys that like listen to this podcast you've been there right you know you've been in that fucking like bar brawl or that quick wrestling match out of buddies or whatever and you and it's like a new guy and everybody talks him up and da 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 and then all of a sudden you tie up with him and you're like, Oh fuck, okay, this this might this might suck, but let's give it a go. And then and then in the back of your mind you get taken down and then in the back of your mind you're like, Ah oh, yeah, there's no way. I'm done. That's what that is. Yeah. But there are the there but that's their job is to keep wrestling. That's that mindset, though. I'm fucking done. There's no nothing I can do, yep. and that's when he beats the shit out of people. Yep. 
Yep. It's nothing. Is when they know it's hopeless. Yeah. Like because no he chance. is that strong. He is that controlling. He's got it all. He has that grip. He has that, like, he cuts the corners off. He has everything, you know? So, yep. for those those of you that feel like he, just because he's supposed to be, um, you know, a national champ means that he should be tech-falling everybody, you're wrong. Fly out. That's it. Yep. All right, so we'll go, we'll track back, go to Caleb Young. Caleb Young had probably the premier match of the first duel. Um, maybe you could maybe make that argument with Nelson Brands, but as far as uh, matchups go, he went up against um, Caleb Licking of Nebraska. No. No, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. He he dominated Caleb. Yeah, you're yeah, talking about the second yeah, one against and, Minnesota. And so Caleb Licking, um, th- that was one of those matches too where I thought we were going to see that Caleb Young of old, you know, slowly work his way to a tech fall. I mean, I, I feel like we did for the most part because he was still ranked, wasn't he? Not. No, he wasn't. In, not at all. No, not in top twenty. No. Oh. But, I mean, he controlled the match. He controlled every position. He slowly just uh, uh, widened that gap on him. And you thought you were going to see... You know, and I, I, we talked about it two years ago all the time. Is He was one of those guys that would slowly creep in and get a tech fall. And you wouldn't even understand how he scored all of his points. Yeah. Um, but he, but he had okay. So against Minnesota, he had probably the best, the most exciting matchup of the whole duel. Uh, Caleb Young was ranked seventh, and Brayton Lee uh, number six. Yeah. Um, Brayton Lee hasn't wrestled Caleb Young before. He wrestled Lugo last year. Lugo won that match three to two during the duel. Close one. Close Still match. with Good Lugo. Kid. You know, Lugo. I mean, Lugo keeps things yeah. kept things close so it's not that big of a surprise but there was controversy on it 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 went into overtime it shouldn't have you know uh there was a you know a scissoring of the head um that's a little controversial because yeah yeah his toes touched that's not fucking scissoring guys no it was nothing malicious or anything like angel has it out for us he he was Actually, he was looking for every advantage. I'm going to go off on this tangent again. I think I have before, right, on the refs. I absolutely, during the Nebraska duel, right, and I know you get annoyed Especially during Nelson Brands. No, no, I I agreed with you 100% on this. I, you agreed with me, but I, I kept mentioning it, and you, you seemed annoyed. Anyways, I it, it drives me fucking crazy. Like, you can hear him talking. We, we were watching it on the Big Ten afterwards. You know, what's funny is I don't think... I didn't hear as much. I don't think I heard as much because I was drinking, having a good time, talking, and watching the duel at the same time versus actually listening to the whole duel, you know? Mm-hmm. I It drives me bonkers when the ref's like, yeah, well, the, the, the major ones, keep it legal, keep it legal. Anytime you touch a fucking wrist and yeah. try to pull it to the back... Hey, jackass, it's your job to say when it's illegal. Yeah. It's obviously legal until you tell me otherwise. Why the fuck are you putting second thoughts in my head the whole fucking time I'm trying to pin somebody? 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. No, one hundred percent. I do, and then, I, and then, even you, you like, well, okay, I agree with that, but what about the like? I do kind of like the like circle it in, circle it in. I'm like, no. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. that's strategy. Yeah, especially with Iowa. Those are guys that are in. In I, and everybody I, has I a Matt awareness. I, I checked myself instantly on that, and maybe that's from me coaching like peewees. <laughs> Because you have to keep kids in the center. Sure. Yeah, which is, you can't even compare the two. No, because, it's because, not even wrestling. Peewees pee aren't trying to, aren't strategically trying to set up takedowns on the edge of the mat like they are at the college level. Well, not only that, there's a thing called, oh, you know, like you listen to like talent scouts and stuff like that, like recruiters, and they'll say, dude, this guy has amazing, amazing mat awareness. Guess what that is? Yeah. That means you know where you're at at all times, yeah. and you work those angles. Don't start telling the opposing team that might not have that merit, that that, that uh, you know Matt awareness. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's bullshit. Yep. Keep your fucking mouth shut. All you're supposed to do is like say when the points are scored, and then even then you don't have to talk. That's why they give you all these sign signals. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And I get that from like. From a juvenile standpoint, it makes sense to referee like that. But from a from a college, or even even like the state tournament level in high school, like we we know what's legal, we know what's not, and we if, know if, we're in like here. I was I was telling you like if anything, the only thing I would have liked growing up would you tell me the time because I was blind as a fucking bat out there. You know, I had <laughs> I. I had, like, zero vision. I could never... I would, like, uh, put my hands in my head. Like, everybody always made fun of me. I put my hands in my head and, like, like fucking, like, stare. Like, hunch over and, like, squint at the fucking... I never knew what score it was. Never knew what time it was. Because it was all just a giant blur. I was blind as fuck. You know? Yeah. And they never tell you that. <laughs> never. But they'll tell you, ah, keep it legal. Keep it legal. Fuck you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. I get it. Jackasses. Refs, but, but, refs are just so, like, so so far. Yes, yes. I I, I ref, could go on yes. for days. And I don't like Angel whatsoever because it's obvious he doesn't like Iowa. But if you had to, so where where's Caleb right now? You think we got what? Like how he's going to finish? Is that what you're asking? I mean, is he? Do we have Caleb from two years ago? No, Mm-mm. not still not. But it's not Caleb of last year. Caleb doesn't win that match last year. It'll not be against hard. the top top. I will kid. say, I will say, he's not looking as sluggish. You know what I'm saying? Like if you remember last year, we we constantly thought Jesus H. He's just. He's just cutting so much weight. He doesn't even look like he has any energy to finish any match. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yep. He's not looking that way. But he's not looking 100% like what we thought he should have been last year. Sure. Yep. I agree with you 100%. So. But I, we at least have... We're somewhere I, in between. I, I would say, he's an All-American. Yeah. Absolutely. That's what I was just going to say. We have an All-American on our hands for sure. Uh-huh. And I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure being... Uh, is he married or engaged to Tom Brand's daughter? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, he's definitely getting some extra juicage here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, some you, extra energy. You can't that. you can't slack when you know what I mean. This is gonna be hung over you for the rest of your life. So I was I was telling I was telling Keaton earlier, I'm like, you know, the next best best thing to have a little brands in you, you know, like a little brands blood or whatever, is having being a little being in a little brands. You know what I'm saying? Get. <laughs> He's getting, he's getting some rejuvenation somewhere. <laughs> Is that something you didn't want me to say? No, that's fine. Yeah, I think seriously. I mean, at the very least, here's. I think mentality-wise, he's in with them more. He, I mean, not no more in jokes, but you know, he's he's probably closer to the Branzes, right? Yeah. They're probably helping them a little bit more understand what needs to be done to kind of be able to let yeah. Them, yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's yep. a lot of tricks to the trade. Yep. There really is. Like, I mean, everybody knows that wrestled. There's a lot of tricks to the trade, and some of the ones that even like you and I learned just being Joe Schmoes from the street weren't right. You know. The ones that you would learn from a Brands or a Morningstar and all these that he's probably hanging out with even more so now. Uh, he's probably even wrestling with Nelson and cutting weight with them correctly and shit like this, you know? Uh, it's a lot better way to do it. Guaranteed. Yeah. You know? Yep. Like, like we, every one of us thought we knew what we were doing and every coach that told us thought they knew what they were doing, but it's not necessarily true. You know what I'm saying? Yep. All right, so we're jumping. So we did went over Mar- Marinelli. Yeah, now we're into Kimmer. Um, so first, first duel uh, against Nebraska. A little bit of dis- di- of a disappointment, um, but still exciting to see what we have behind Kimmer. Um, we had Patrick Kennedy go up against number four uh, Labriola of, of Nebraska. I do want to talk about this actually. So it's a free year, right? I'm okay with this. Oh, I mean. Granted, we would all want to see Cameron wrestle more matches, marry the more fucking pins and yep. tech falls yep. and all that stuff. But he's old balls. He's real old, gray, hairy balls. You know, Kimmer. Yeah, like yeah. I'm. I'm saying like, eh, there's only so much in the gas tank, right? Mm. Yeah, I, I get it. It's it's a little exaggeration, but at the same time, there's always chances for injuries. Why not? Just throw a guy. It's a free year. I, I get it, but at the same time, I know we yeah. argued about this we, last time on the last podcast. Yeah, it was. It was. It, it's still disappointing not to get to see him go against a top kid like that. Like let's. But it, it, how exciting is it to see Patrick go, Kennedy, and keep it that close and be almost all American caliber just as a sneak peek? Yeah. Isn't that not exciting? Come he's, on, I liked it. Yeah, if anything, Patrick Kennedy showed he's, if, a, he's a top ten kid in the weight class. You got to remember, this is the guy that he he accepted Iowa like two years ago, and he brought in other recruits with him. I forget who they are, and I'm sure we'll find them out shortly sure, sure later because I'm terrible at following that stuff. But we will watch Patrick Kennedy be a national champ. N- 
I hope so. This was I, a number. I, I, this was a number four kid in the nation, and he was in deep on two. He reminded me of Nelson Brands. Remember when Nelson was always in deep in shots, and he was oversized and couldn't finish. Undersized, Ex- but yeah, or undersized. Sorry, and same exact fucking thing. Like he couldn't cut the corner right. Yeah, because yep. he didn't know how to handle that weight. Yep. Yep, and, and and I think I think it, like I said, I think Patrick Kennedy, if anything, proved that he's if he went right now, he's a top ten kid, mm-hmm. easily. And I think that's part of recruiting, actually, too. Easily, I mean, you could you could literally. Do you not think that they're like you know? Let's throw Patrick Kennedy out there and let people know that he made the right decision, and you know. Like he's gonna be good, and we're gonna be good later. Yeah, they're trying and to. I, I mean, I, I hope the motivation behind it was to get us excited about what's to come. Yeah, and not that there was maybe, maybe Kimmer's battling some type of injury. I'm not. I'm not saying that whatsoever. I'm just saying, you know how much harder it's going to be nowadays to get recruits. Um, when I mean with COVID and all that stuff, you can't like bring people in to watch the duels. Yeah, you can't. You can't bring people in to watch the practices. You can't. You can't bring people in at all. You can't like set them up with that hooker down the street or nothing. None of that stuff. Yeah. You can't do it anymore. Yeah, you can't Oklahoma State. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this is the only way is like show the potential we have coming up, and you can join that team. Yep. Yep. So, um, and it, we, Michael Kimmer ended up wrestling Jake Alar of, of Minnesota. Uh, Jake was ranked number 16 and got the major decision against him. So, to me, um, after seeing that, the, it, that just kind of validates your point that much more is we're teasing Patrick Kennedy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, I mean, we're, we are going to run out of a few of these guys, you know. We got to start – Here's the thing. If you look at the fucking Penn State blogs and shit, they're loaded. Fucking loaded. You know? Like, have you seen some of those? No. I think I sent you one, though. Did I not? No. That, that one, some, like, uh, on Flow Wrestling, some guy just, like, listed a bunch of shit why I was retarded. And, uh, and I didn't quit saying that word. Ignorant. I was ignorant. Sure. And, uh, and that uh, they're... The only reason why Iowa won was because of this and that, blah blah. blah. And then the, we got they got all these other recruits coming in, and it was just a whole bunch of mumbo jumbo. That I, first off, I'm terrible with letters forming words and then sentences. I don't know any of that stuff, so I kind of blurred it all out. But it was basically him saying that they're gonna beat us again this year. <laughs> Which I you gotta laugh at, right? Yeah. Come on. But there's that we get an injury or two, you never know. And that's where Patrick Kennedy comes in and blah 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 blah. But anyways, they are gonna be still tough because flow fucking wrestling, for one, is helping their recruiting. Yeah, it's like okay, I don't I won't get into politics, but hey, you know where I'm going. Flow fucking wrestling for one is their the, biggest recruiting at the media of wrestling. Yep, and that's all they support is Penn State. Yep. 100%. How do you compete with that? Yep. Okay. Other than 
the history you, proves itself, yeah, but nobody just, knows history you these push days. Past it, and you fucking yeah. you you eliminate outside noise, and you let guys kids, that kids these days they don't even know fucking Dan the Man Gable. They barely know who Tom Brands is, other than the coach. They don't know what he did. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. They don't know a, a Lincoln Macaravy. They don't know a, you know they don't know these. Mm, they're idiots. They're idiots. They're definitely. But, I'm I'm with you, Gab. They're all. But idiots. anyways. <laughs> so anyways, um, that's what we have to compete with. That's why we got the Patrick Kennedy in there, and that's why not showcase him. Yep. I'm with you. Um, so then we went into it, it, not what I anticipated the premier match to be, but freaking Nelson Brands. Oh, going up against Vince, man! What a what a dominant performance and way! To, what a way to introduce yourself into that weight class and show that you're a contender. Like you couldn't have asked for for a better, uh, a better first showing for a kid for a season. Like what what a way to make a statement. And so, all right. Thir- thir- by the way, uh, match was thir- thirteen to five. Yeah. Dominant, dominant. So I I've actually gotten to like oh I don't know probably I talked about this. But you know, with my job, I jump around to a bunch of customers and stuff like that. Some, some of which Iowa wrestling fans, you know. And so, I probably talked about this with like seven people now. All right? Oh, can I get a little cha cha action? Um, Yours? Yeah. <laughs> is it mine? <laughs> uh. So some of them said, "God, doesn't he look big? Doesn't he look beefy?" I'm like, yeah, ah, okay. He looks thick, right? He does look thick. He looks thick. He He looks thick in general. He looks strong is what I'm getting at, right? He's still eight pounds underweight in my mind. I don't know what he is. I don't know. I don't know how much of that fat is there. You know, it's funny, isn't it? Going off on a little bit of a tangent here. Isn't it funny, like, in wrestling, that this is the one sport you're like, dude, you're looking pretty fat. You need to, like, cut it down, right? You know, like, you say <laughs> that, that you're, in any other... <laughs> You need to take that 8% body yeah. fat down to 6 Like, you got a little bit of a, you know, you might be talking a little gay here, but you got a little bit of an ass on you. Come on, run some stairs or something, you pussy. You know, let's, let's go, you know? Yep. But... Um, anyways, yeah, he looked, he looked cut, you know, like he didn't look like there was much fat there. Yep. So he, he looked all right there, but he still looked small. In my mind, when I'm comparing yeah. him right next to the other guy, because we can't see him in person, right? So you yeah, only have the other guy to compare to, and he looked eight pounds less. It work also... And I think where a lot of that is coming from is people saying that he looks thick. Is just comparing him to what he was last year. Well, I think they're more saying he looks cut. Well, you know what I'm he, saying? I mean, like he I mean, looks. He does. He does look significantly bigger than what he did last sure. year wrestling. No, up no, at no I get weight. that. I get that. But when you compare it to the guy right next right, to him, right? In that, and I, it, it, I agree 100. percent I'm saying is this this whole thing of of him looking. 
thicker and and bigger than what he did last year. He, he is. He's 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 thicker and bigger, but yes, he's not. But that doesn't thick mean he's for bigger. The yeah, that's not. That doesn't mean that he's. Yeah, exactly. That doesn't mean he's bigger than his yeah. opponent. And in, I, think, in my I, mind, I think I think that kind of showed up against Isaiah uh, Salazar from Minnesota. He only won that match ten to six. I mean, he controlled the match, but after seeing him go out there and dominate Benz, you expected it to go out there and and major or tech fall Salazar, and it still that was a, a that's a reflection of of every match could still be tough for for. Uh, brands just because it, it he is be. he's still undersized for yep. sure he is and he is shorter so he does look thick because he is shorter too I think he's a perfect fit for 74 yep and I think that's where we're gonna keep him right now because Kemmer's gone next year right yep. well the year after next I guess if this year doesn't count I don't know what the fuck the rule I, you know I'm confused by this all to be honest. I don't know. If anything, Kemmerer is one that can he can always add ten more pounds. He's a tall, lanky guy, and uh, he's proved that it really does with his style. It doesn't matter, you know. It really does. Yeah, he's one of those guys. So going into one ninety seven, Jacob Warner. Uh, Jacob Warner actually, what's crazy is Jacob Warner went into the match against Eric Schultz. Um, you know, number four versus number two. Yeah. And uh, Warner lost the match 3 nothing or 3-2, excuse me. Um, but then he actually went, moved up a spot in the rankings the next week to number three in the country after that loss. Yeah. So he starts the season 0-1 with a loss, uh, moves up a, a, a spot, and um, beats uh, Garrett, is it Joel's or Holes? Whatever I can't I can't tell if that J is an H or a, you know what I mean. But he won thirteen to two. So Warner's always going to be one of those guys that like it'll be basically we have to wait for the tournament. Yeah, because yep. if he's on, he can beat everybody yeah. there. I I think for sure he's a top five kid. Um, what even, sucks even though is scenario. he's just like like a. I mean, I, I shouldn't. He's not like a Marinelli in this fashion. He's more like a morning star. Like he's one of those guys. He can win the consistent. Like he can consistently win one point matches. Yep. He can do that because he knows what he's doing with it. He uh, he can control the match that much through tie ups and through through his like making sure it's a guarantee shot and not getting called stalling and all that stuff. He's like a morning star where he can he's that talented he can do it. Yep. It's just I, I mean he I don't think he's there right yet. Uh, yeah, three two match against number two kid in the country. He's he it's beat it's winnable no, for he, sure. And he's it's, beat it's, that it's, kid it's, before. It's it I mean it, it's within reach. It's yeah. um it's you just know, so if he's on his game. Yeah. It's kind of the the same Warner that that we've came to know and but at the same time no matter what he's an all-american like, yeah we know this 100 yeah. it's just whether or not if he can cut that corner and separate himself to be at the top mm-hmm. which he's capable of we'll just time will tell it'd be great to see if he can pull lugo and then all of a sudden start dominating 80 percent of those guys yep. and then only have like three guys that he has to worry about absolutely yeah that's where we want him 
and that's where he can be. He, I mean, he's he's shown that potential. Yep. Um, and then going in the last weight class of the of the duels. lineup of the yeah. lineup in duels, yeah. uh, Cassiope went up against Christian Lance of Nebraska. One, which Lance actually, he, if I remember right, he was a chubby mofo. He and looked, he looked ripped. Got, yeah, yeah, he, 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 he he's not a stealth. He is not a number sixteen kid. He's he's a top ten for sure. Yep. I think he's an all-American caliber guy yeah. now. And I hate to say that. I hate to give Nebraska any kudos, but that he, he'll be a top. He'll. He, I, I I think that there's a better chance than because, not that he's an all-American. Because when he was chubbier, he had quick feet, quick hands. Like he he moved well. Yeah. And he was a great rider. Surprisingly. And going in and going into the first duel of the season. Yeah. Like that reputation is what earned him that number sixteen spot. Yeah. So. It, it, he's not even being judged off it, what he's going to be you able know to do this You know what's funny, though? <laughs> it's kind of funny. He won't be as good of a rider, most likely, now that he doesn't have that, like, top-heavy heavy belly, you know? Yeah. He'll have to really try to concentrate on wrists and, and using toes and pressuring down rather than just using that, that belly, like, you know, bumping him down and stuff like that. But So it's a little different style he'll have to get used to. But, yeah, I think he's an all-American caliber kid now. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then he had, like, uh, Potential Olympic gold, future gold medalist, Gable Stevenson. Gable, once again, though, he looks... So, I used to, like, all last year, I think, it, I, I've said on the podcast, I believe, right, the Paris, I thought, was going to beat him. You know? Like, Paris looked good for that's, Michigan. Yeah, that's gone out the window. Yeah, no way now. Like, no. he looks just as stout. Like, he took that... What is he, a junior now? Well... Is he a junior now? Gable? Yeah. Ooh, I'm not sure. Well, I guess I don't know how they do this now. But yeah, it's so weird. Everyone has a year Anyways, they want it. And wrestling is the one sport where if somebody's going to take advantage of a free year, they're going to do it, you know? But anyways, he looks like he took that same turn that Paris did, where Paris was kind of a just, you know, just a big, chubby-ish, but still strong, obviously. There's still muscle under mm-hmm. there, but chubbier guy. And uh, they just cut out all the fat and then get a little buffer, you know. And but that's what Paris did, and he looked damn good last year. This is what Gable now Gable's, did. Yeah, he's the he real. Looks stout. He's a real. And, and, and he grew a beard, and, which is intimidating. And, as fuck. and if you go back to even the uh, Gable Stevenson's losses the last uh, year or two when he's wrestled, those losses. Have came from him tiring out in the third period and in watching, so the he Cassiope lost fifteen to six, but it was a much tighter match than that going into the third period, and Gable was able to separate himself from Cassiope completely in the in the later periods and and to me that shows that he's taken himself to that next level. He's that 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 factor of being able to tire him out. It's Gone. It's going to be harder to talk shit to Gable mm-hmm. this year. Like he's a more, more, so much more well-rounded that it's like, well, fuck. How do you talk shit on that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, we'll give, give credit where credit. You know what's crazy? Gable, Gable, if there's one person in the country competing with Spencer Lee for the Hodge Trophy this year, it's it's Gable. Well, here's the thing. Here's what's crazy. Hear me on this heavyweight. 
the last like five years, right? When you had Gwiz, you had um, you had Snyder. Now we have you have Coon, Coon, and then now we have Paris, who also is like the Coon. We you know we, from Michigan, kind of the same build. Why, you know? why is that at heavyweight that you always have two or? Three, three guys top, that, that completely separate from yeah. the rest of the pack. Well, it's it, because it, they're actually built into it. The, there really should be, in my mind, I still feel there should be a 220 weight class. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. a Snyder should be a 220 we, guy. Like we're we're going to watch it, and we're going to, like... The it, Olympics, why don't, why don't we follow the weights of the Olympics, right? It only makes sense to me. Yeah. So the Olympics, if we want to start... start preparing ourselves to compete against Russia. I mean, we already do compete against Russia, but I mean, you want to take it to another level. Yeah. Let these guys train at the weight classes that they're going to represent the United States at all year round. Yep. Uh, I mean, like 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 so it's it's far the exact same thing. It really is like uh although we don't have that 220 guy, I'm sure one will emerge like Kassar was that 220 guy-ish kind of thing. That happened the last couple of years or whatever. He he might all he might show up. Yeah, you won't. This, I I warn you, he will be around. You know, but Snyder's there right now. But that's what happens is you get you get just the guys that stand out. They're studs, but if when you fill up eighty pounds, of course there's going to eighty pounds worth of like from one ninety seven to two eighty five. Come on, yeah. There's going to be some studs in there. Yep, I hear you, man. Um, yeah, but I, I mean, from okay, so from a team perspective, though, I'm not disappointed at all with what I've seen. So we're on course. We're yes. on course. I um, we're we're the team that I was hoping that we'd see. Yeah. I there's there's some things that we need to work on still sure. as always always will be even when we're even if you're a national champ there's things you can work on yep. you know but uh, it's looking good and so next up we got Illinois Illinois Minnesota fucking Michigan Michigan yeah that's right backed out like the just the like they did football. that they are they just created a whole do you hear like they have a new covid strain that's broken out in michigan that's 50 percent more uh has a 50 percent higher effect or infection rate than the previous covid19 so they're now making up new viruses they're just so they up. just so they can dodge iowa yeah, they, do you have to pee yeah i have to pee let's take a break and then we'll talk and we're back we're uh, back. So what's this new strand? You yeah, want to talk no, about? that's that's just what it is. It's yeah. it's. Uh, I'm surprised Penn State hasn't came up with something new. You know, God damn. Oh, they will. They will. Oh, you know, we got will. a few weeks until we wrestle them. I I uh, are we are we when are we wrestling them? How how many weeks? Ooh, let me pull it up. Because he, I I I don't know what it was, but I heard this thing. I mean, I I look. Every now and then I fucking read shit, and I'm a terrible reader, so I don't even know if I get it all right. But they were saying something like that we were wanting to dodge Penn State, and you know it's like of all people we're the like we're the ones that want to wrestle you yeah. the most. Yeah, it, I mean we just beat you, you it, jackasses. It, it, if you think Iowa is ever going to shy away from any any opponent, like you just don't understand the program. Yeah. 
I mean, it's or Tom and Terry brands. They want that, even if they're if they know they're gonna lose, they want to show their guys where they need to be. You know what I mean? Like they're it, the the arguments dumb, and it could only be created by either Penn State fans or Flow Wrestling or Flow Wrestling. Fucking Flow. God damn it. Idiots. I, I like I, I just saw this other thing from Flo um not too long ago. Once again, it, it's just it's just constant so they're on the little Metcalf thing, you know. Which is fine. Yeah, I mean it it's like Metcalf is a stud. We all know this. He's from Iowa. Yep. So he's a stud and and he had a great reputation. I still like the guy. You know, but it, it's almost like there's still <laughs> I, I don't know how to explain it it's it's upsetting there's been so many other greats in there too you know but they want to show Metcalf and to me it's only because he went to Iowa State you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. uh, I, I uh, it's upsetting I don't know I don't know I don't know it might be just me they don't ever talk about Spencer Lee as far as they talk about DeSanto more than they do Spencer Lee, yep. by far. And, you know, how about, you, you know, have they even mentioned it? I, I I actually unsubscribed, so I don't know anymore. But have they even mentioned the Dan Hodge award winner that happened eight months late, you know? They, maybe. I'm sure they did, but I'm not going <laughs> to read their articles. I'll Go read, fuck I'll read yourself, Flo. Yeah, they are... They, they've been, at least, I don't want to say, uh, yeah. I, no, I'm going to say it. They, they, they've been bad for the sport. They've, they've created, outside of the Big Ten, they've created a mo- monopoly. And mm-hmm. they've ruined, um, I mean, they've, they've brought live coverage to you, but at such a high premium cost that it doesn't even, it, it, you've got to be, completely dedicated to this sport to subscribe to it. I yep. mean, a- across all aspects. I mean, it- it's not for the casual fan. And yep. because of it, they're able to get so much coverage across the sport that they've monopolized other people from being able to come in and create uh, ways to view their their ways to view wrestling across the board without having to pay ridiculous prices for it. I uh... And their streams suck. They yeah. suck. Yeah, not good. They suck. They're they're Iowa Public Television had more consistent streams than they did. Well, not streams, but um, coverage. At least you don't have to worry about an Iowa Iowa State duel cutting out on you halfway through it. I so even Hager, you know Tony Hager that started uh, I wrestle and stuff like that. Yep. Like, um, he had. He, he now has that that new Hager Hager's show. Happy Hour. Is yeah, that what yeah, it's good good show. I like. I, it. Have you watched them? I've watched multiple. So did you watch the one when he had the the two flow guys on? Yeah, the bald guy and so how did it go? I think we mentioned it in one of our other earlier podcasts, but it, it was. Uh, um, I'm gonna get the name wrong. I don't. So I'm not gonna say it. I yeah, it, it was the bald guy. He's no longer with Flow. Oh, okay, and he was he was. Saying the same shit we are. Yeah. Homers, man. He's the only one, and to be honest, 
I wasn't a fan of him. He, he se- to me, I don't know. He just seemed kind of, like, boring-ish. But, <laughs> I shouldn't have said that a lot. But anyways, you know what I'm saying? Like, but... He's he seemed like the only one that actually he, paid attention. He's the most level-headed person they yep. had in their entire company. Yep. As far as like fairy news and reporting goes, and that's why he left. He understood that, and and to me, like that. So just, so Hager brought that up to him. He brought that up. Oh, he brought it up. Yeah, I don't. I'm not. I I can't remember. I'll have spe- to listen. To I can't that. remember specifically how the topic came up, but he he basically said it's just biased re- reporting, and and it was. It it, it, like, it 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 gave me a whole, I, I it took me to a new level of respect for the guy yeah. after listening. to So it. where is he at now? Did, I'm so not I, sure. I'm not sure. No, I, I'm sure I did, or I'm sure I heard it. I just I just can't remember. That was my sure. biggest takeaway from it. Um, I mean, I mean, oh man, it's so frustrating. And of course, it would be like if we tried doing that, we'd be all Iowa. You know, yeah. But we know this. We know our realm. Yeah, the, that's it, why it would we be called. That's why we even like turned down some. It, you want to be yeah. called Flow Wrestling and be like Hawkeye Wrestling and some. Yeah. <laughs> Go. Yeah. We would, we would make it very obvious that it was a Hawkeye based. Yeah, and bias. I guess what? If we were on Flow, I would say the exact same stuff over. Like this would be the exact same podcast. And then anytime any of those little bitches say anything or like send a tweet or whatever, guess what? We do the same thing. We're like, well, go fuck yourself. All right? This is what we do. You know? You don't like it? Start your own little bitch fit. But then don't claim that you're the whole fucking flow, you know, the whole wrestling community um, sponsor. Yeah. Like Flow Wrestling says they are. Yep. They're full of shit. Yeah. They're douchebags. We've been saying it for years. Yes, and, it, and all they do is. Keep, do you remember keep how many times did we had, we had Bruno even on here defending him constantly? And now it's now that we're back on top as we should be, and as I hopefully not many people disagree. You know, now they're starting to realize, oh shit, they're still doing the same shit. You know, ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, where Whatever. were we? Oh yeah, Illinois. So we got Illinois next Sunday, and I'll be in Florida. This we're, coming Sunday. Yeah, we're going to... We're, we're going to try. We're going to try doing something. We'll try doing... Uh, a Obviously, when we try doing anything, it's... <laughs> yeah, you we'll nailed see. it. No, yeah. that, that sums it up. We'll see. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll attempt it. We'll see how bad the, the leg time is between the two of us. But if it works out, that could be a lot of fun. Sure. So... Um, go Hawks, guys. Sorry that it took so long to get an episode out after the last one, but um, we're not going anywhere. Like, get, and and we're gonna finally we'll upload our. Uh, we're gonna finally upload our Brent Metcalf thing that we did months ago. That uh, yeah, we just never didn't uploaded. Do. Yeah, <laughs> um, but that that'll be out too. And uh, so I'll give you a couple things to listen Go Hawks! Welcome back. We always could spot a friend. Welcome back. And I smile when I think how it must have been. And I know what a scene you were learning in was 